Being on the front lines in the fight to educate the next generation is tough. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with important updates, encouragement, and connection. Welcome to the Institute Leaders Lifeline. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Institute Leaders Lifeline. My name is Mike Sinclair, Deputy Superintendent of School Support at the Charter Institute at Erskine. And some of you are coming off spring break. Some of you might be going on spring break when you're listening to this episode. So hopefully you're either ready to be refreshed or you're coming back ready to tackle the rest of this year. We do know that there's so much going on and we at the Institute are trying to be aware of the things that we're asking of you or meetings we're having because we know you have a whole list of to-dos before the kids leave at the beginning of June, before the teachers leave soon after that, and absolutely before everyone shows up again next year. So hopefully you're staying up on that to-do list, you're staying current. If you got any questions, please make sure you reach out to our staff. We definitely want to make sure we're supporting you, we're helping you, we're answering questions. If there's flexible uh, deadlines or things that we can work with you on, we want to be there to support you. You are the key to the culture of your school, and we want to make sure that we're your partner in making sure your students and your teachers have all that they need. So let's dive into this week's episode. This week, I want to talk a little bit about are you being impactful or are you being impacted? Uh, just a little change on the end of the word impact is a big change in the definition. Are you impactful? Are you full of impact? Are you changing the culture that's around you or are you building the culture that's around you? Uh, or are you being impacted? Something is being done to you. There's an impact coming at you. Uh, that's something that you need to be aware of because right now with all the things going on in your school, or if you're not a school leader, we do have others uh, that listen to the, our podcast. Uh, are you in this time of haste, this time of stress, are you able to control yourself enough that you continue to impact the, the culture around you, the people around you, or are you stuck to where they're impacting you and they're changing who you are, they're changing how you communicate or the energy you bring to school. So today, uh, I'm going to share a resource with you. This is a book uh, called The Coffee Bean. It's written by two authors, John Gordon and Damon West. John Gordon uh, has a series of very short books. This one's very, very short, easy to read, uh, that really go along with leadership and different aspects of leadership and how to be a successful leader. So if you would like to look up John Gordon, it's J-O-N, no H, just J-O-N, John Gordon, uh, that would be a great resource for you. Stuff you may want to do with your leadership team, book studies, quick chats, uh, maybe it's something you want to share with your staff as a whole when they come back um, from break, the summer break to kind of kick off next year. This book is also written uh, by a gentleman named Damon West. Uh, Damon West is the person that I'm going to talk a little bit about today in a message that he delivers in a virtual seminar that you could find on YouTube if you search Damon West. Uh, so it'll have a whole lot more details. But I want to give you a little outline of that just to perk your interest. The Coffee Bean book, if you want to read it, is about um, looking at the impact that boiling water, a, a pot of boiling water has on a, a potato, on uh, I mean, I'm sorry, a carrot, an egg, or a coffee bean. And really the lesson is this. You put a carrot into boiling water and the carrot becomes soft. The harsh conditions around the carrot cause the carrot to become soft. 
So if you're in a stressful environment, you're in a stressful setting, you are going through some tougher times, the, the heat is up, let's say, like in a pot of boiling water, do you become soft on the inside like a carrot? Do you start wilting to that pressure? Now, let's talk about the egg. The egg you put in boiling water, the same exact environment, hot boiling water, pressure, heat, all of those things. Well, what happens to an egg? It doesn't become soft. It becomes hard. It becomes firm. The inside becomes firm. You become hard to those pressures, that heat from the outside. Well, if you become hard to it, then you're not able to interact with it. You are, you, you are now being impacted by it, just like the carrot became soft, the egg became hard. But in the book, it talks about what happens to that coffee bean. You put the coffee bean in the boiling water, and suddenly it changes the dynamic of the water. Now, some would argue, I would be one, the water becomes a higher quality. The water becomes coffee, something that people can pay a lot of money for, depending on whether you get it at Starbucks or you get it at the gas station or some really nice uh, restaurant. A small coffee bean has now not changed itself, it has changed the harsh conditions. One set of conditions, three different plant products or an animal product with an egg put into this harsh condition, three different reactions. Do you get soft based on the world around you, the pressure, the heat? Do you get hard on the inside or do you change those around you like the coffee bean? So <clears throat> Damon West would tell you, really there's five strategies. There's five keys to being the coffee bean. And again, if you want to search Damon West on YouTube, you'll, you'll find his presentation on it. it it's, it's very dynamic um, to hear him speak. He has a great past. I'm not going to tell you kind of what his history is, where this story uh, was, was, was given to him. This, this was a story that someone told him at a critical point in his life. I'm not going to tell you that. I want you to go research it and find out what was going on in his life. It, it might change your interpretation of that story a little bit. I know it did for me, really made it more impactful uh, to understand what was going on in his life when that story was delivered to him. But he, but he has five things that he wants people to take away from the coffee bean story. The first is, in order to be the coffee bean, you have to work out every day. Now, that doesn't mean you're waking up like, our dear friend Jacob Carter and going to the gym to pump some iron every day. It could be, it could be, that's part of it. There's really three components of working out every day and you need to be aware of all three. And we've talked about them in all of our podcast episodes. I think that's why his story really resonates with me is it kind of takes our 30 plus episodes and, and, and puts them into one good summary right here. But he says, work out every day, spiritually, mentally, and physically. You need to mentally work yourself out. You need to read something. You need to listen to whether it's a podcast. You need to challenge yourself mentally to keep yourself sharp. You need to exercise that part of yourself, that, that brain, the, the muscles of your brain, the matter of your brain. I, don't argue if you're a biologist. I know it's not really a muscle, but you know what I'm talking about. You also need to physically do some workouts. That, that for some people could be just walking around the neighborhood or walking around your house some laps or whatever you are in your fitness. It could mean you're going for a long run, you're lifting weights, whatever that looks like, but you, you need to work out your physical body. 
but you also need to work out your spiritual body. Now, you don't have to define that. It, it depends on whether you are uh, maybe have Christian values or Buddhist values or Jewish values or, or whatever it is. I'm not going to define that for you. You may not have any core definition of what you value, but you need to spend some time in those um, priorities you have, the, 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 your, your philosophy or your view of life so that you can exercise that. Work out every day, number one. Number two, he calls this really the secret to life. Serving others and being humble. We've talked about it, and he even labels it later on as he's talking about. It's called servant leadership. You, you, you've heard of servant leadership. We've had almost a whole episode on servant leadership before. But serving others and being humble. Being humble to me is really the key, because if you're serving others to get your own ego fed, you, you've missed the potential of being the coffee bean, because in essence, you're just feeding yourself. You're not impacting others. You're really doing it for yourself. So being humble is a critical partner in the serving others, right? Servant leadership. And so he would even argue that by serving others, and being humble, sometimes it puts you in positions where the, the, the biggest lessons you learn might be in the oddest places. So I know as a building leader, as a principal, sometimes I would be uh, with, with the students sitting in the gym before school on a bench and we would just be having a conversation. I, I was really just trying to help this student have a good start to their day and I was trying to listen to and pour into the student and, Man, if, if you spend enough time with kids and as, as building leaders and teachers and, and those of you that are in schools with these students and you truly listen to them, they're pretty wise. And so students would often reply to me with some, some pretty big wisdom. Uh, I don't have quotes to share with you right this minute, but maybe that would be a great episode. The wisest things our students say. Uh, but <clears throat> that was a time a lot of times I could learn some uh, view some 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 things from these students just sitting on a bleachers in the gym. It's the oddest times, but I could learn some uh, perceptions of life that were very uh, important to me, and they would impact me for that day and days to come. But you you need to be serving others while being humble. That's number two on how to be the coffee bean. Number three, <clears throat> there are things that you can control, and there's things that you can't control. Well, my friends, you got to focus on the things you can control. There's really four things you can, four areas you can control. What you think, what you say, what you feel, and what you do. There are so many other things going on in our world that we can't control. If you want to be the coffee bean, you can't be focused on all of those externals because just like the carrot and the egg, they're going to make you soft because you just don't feel like you can stand up to it, they're gonna make you hard because you're gonna to try to strengthen yourself to keep it all out. To be the coffee bean, you have to focus on the things you can control. I'm gonna say them again, there's four things. You control what you think. You need to fill your mind with things that are worthy of your thoughts, worthy of your time to think. There are so many thoughts that are presented to us from our environment. My friend, if you spend time thinking about negative things or counterintuitive things, you're going to become those things. So control one, you can control what you think. You can control what you say, right? It's easy in this day and age of um, being online. You can be anonymous or being in a big group and you feel like you're just one of the group and you can pop off and say different things. 
You can control what you say. So be careful with those words. Be the coffee bean. Number three, what you feel. What you feel. You are stronger than you think you are. You are wiser than you think you are. You are all of those things. Do not let that hot water tell you what you feel. You have to own that moment. You have to capture your thought and your feelings so that you can control them. And then the last thing, you control what you do. You control what you do. So if you want to make the difference, if you want to be the coffee bean, you have to go do things. You can't just wait for things to happen. Get off that couch. Often we hear, oh, I don't have enough time to do it. But then you talk to the person and they just binge Netflix for a bunch of hours. Maybe you can do that once in a while, but you control what you do. Go be the coffee bean. Number four, <clears throat> your past does not define you. I'm going to say that for good and bad. Sometimes we dwell on the past and we live in a past self and we don't change. We don't impact the way we should going forward. We get caught in who we used to be. Now, the opposite is true as well. We can become paralyzed by something we did <clears throat> or something we experienced in the past. And we don't get forward and become and influence and impact others the way we should. He says, your future should be your motivation. And I love the way he captured that. Your future should be your motivation. So getting up every morning, whether I'm going to put my all into my work, whether I'm going to spend a bunch of time or spend quality time with my own children, whether I'm going to invest in the people that I work with, whatever that is, <clears throat> the future should be your motivation. You should be future-oriented, not past. Your present is only what you can do today, but you are future-oriented in how you're going to impact those around you. That's number four on strategies or ways to be the coffee bean. And last, I love this. It all starts with a smile. Man, I want to tell you Damon West's story because it'll really make number five make sense. So again, go look him up, watch that YouTube video. It all starts with a smile. So here's a, a, a general summary. He's going into a situation he doesn't really want to go into. <clears throat> and he knows there's going to be a lot of different personalities, a lot of different groups of people. And he's a little anxious, to say the least. And so he's talking to this older gentleman who's been in that situation. And this older gentleman says, you go in and you smile and you keep smiling and you stay positive. And I promise you, the others that believe and are optimistic like you will find you. Positive people find positive people. So number five is it all starts with a smile. Being positive, smiling, being outwardly supportive of others attracts that in other people. It attracts other supported people. So you might feel alone today, but you stay at it because people that believe in what you believe, they're going to get more confidence because they see you. They see you with confidence and you're going to attract them. So you're going to be the coffee bean that makes them better, but they're also going to then become uh, come alongside you and together you'll be stronger than you were alone. It all starts with a smile. So I want you to go through this week and think about, are you a carrot? Are you an egg? Or are you the coffee bean? Are you being impactful? Are you being impacted? Take some time to think about that. We've got five strategies that Damon West lays out for us. And I'll repeat them one more time in summary. Work out every day. Serve others. 
<coughs> serve others and stay humble. Focus on the four things you can actually control. Your past does not define you, and it all starts with a smile. Go change your environment. Be that coffee bean. Take care of yourself and take care of your team. Be sure to follow the Institute on all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. At Erskine Charters, we'll have all of these resources, including this podcast, many stories of our schools, and other things. So check us out. The opinions expressed within the content are solely the authors and do not reflect the opinions and beliefs of the Charter Institute at Erskine or its affiliates.